You're listening to the OKC82 Plus podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. So Madison, how was it, how was it to see Myers on tonight up close? It was good. <laughs> um, he's super tall and um, very attractive. He's dreamy. In person. He's a dreamy man. Except I did get kind of annoyed that he kept flexing on the court. Like, I didn't notice that until people started tweeting about it. And then it was like, you know, and how you met or how I met your mother when they like realize things and it like shatters their brain. That's exactly what happened to me tonight. I was like, oh, yeah. uh, Oh, boy. He's um, he's a very muscular cat. Uh, He's very tall. He's He's got big, big ass legs. Yeah. He's just thick. Yes. Thick muscular. Daddy. Um, um, oh, yeah, so Thunder Practice is at 1 o'clock tomorrow. So, But, <laughs> but our listeners don't care about that. What they care about <laughs> is the Thunder finally notch a win in this series, taking Game 3 120-108 to 108 over the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, it took 50% three-point shooting for that to happen. No, I'm just kidding. But the Thunder did shoot <laughs> 50% from the three-point line. Uh, Terrence Ferguson... Uh, Jeremy Grant, I believe between the two of them, they missed one three-pointer. And I believe they were seven of eight combined. Uh, Just incredible. Jeremy Grant hit the first bucket of the game uh, for either squad. Uh, It was a corner three. Um, It was, you know, the Thunder didn't, Madison, the Thunder didn't do anything different. You know, they, they ran the same sets. They ran the same offense. They got the same guys, the same looks that they've been getting in game one and game two. But two big things happened tonight. One... The shots fell through the frigging hoop mm-hmm. <laughs> at, at, a, at a rate that's, yeah, it's probably a little, it's not sustainable. But also they, <laughs> but also they were able to uh, weather a Damian Lillard storm in the third quarter, uh, 25 points, um, th- what, three of four from the three-point line, incredible shot-making ability by Dame. But the Thunder never let it get out of hand. I mean, Portland did score 41 points in the third quarter, but uh, the Thunder dropped 37, so they didn't let, you know, just like the third quarter in Game 2 where Portland had 37 points and Oklahoma City had 21 or 22, they didn't let anything get so far behind them in terms of their rhythm, their offense, their defense. And even though Portland was able to tie it up um, at some point in the late third, early fourth quarter, the Thunder pulled away thanks to some timely, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, mid-range jump shots from Russell Westbrook. (laughs) No, it really was like a much better game tonight just because they did start off hot in Portland in game two, and it kind of looked like the Thunder were really going to find their rhythm and do some good in that game. And obviously it took a very quick turn for the worse for Oklahoma City just because Portland was able to get hot guys like CJ and Damian obviously were rock stars out there Uh, guys like Zach Collins were able to have really good moments in the game that were very crucial to that win so I mean tonight it was just a lot better because the Thunder were able to really hold their own and get back to their Thunder identity of playing basketball and I know I've kind of said that and it might sound like oh she's being way too dramatic just because they had one good game but honestly it did look like that today or tonight because um, everybody really stepped up and contributed. Obviously, what Brady was just saying with Terrence and Jeremy, they just looked 
so much better than they did in the first two games. And that was so refreshing for this team because it just showed how crucial those two are. And if they are on that night, it's going to make a huge difference for this team. So that was really good for them. Obviously, Russell Westbrook having 33 points, Paul George dropping 22, just giving great performances out there. And it, it mattered and it made such a big difference in this game. Yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting that, you know, Paul – it was such a weird game for Paul George. He was so good defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, he got CJ McCollum. I don't know what did he. What did CJ finish up with? CJ uh, finished up with twenty one points. He finished up with twenty one point seven to sixteen. But McCollum in this series, McCollum has really got hot early on, especially in the first half. Yeah. Uh, game one, I think he hit his first three or four shots in the first quarter, led to that big Portland uh, first quarter. Um, in the second quarter of game two, McCollum hit a few shots. He hit that uh, big three to tie the game um, going into the locker room. So McCollum's done a lot of his damage early on. Paul George really put the clamps down on him early. And <laughs> I think Billy might want to put Paul on Dame a little bit sooner. But as, like, as soon as Paul got put on Dame uh, after he dropped those 25 points in that third quarter, um, Lillard went cold. And a lot of that had to do with Paul George. But even still, you know, his his shooting has just been so horrendous. You yeah. know, I mean what what was he? Uh three of three of seventeen or what was it? Paul George? Oh, Paul George. He was a good three of sixteen. Three of sixteen. Uh Ooh, two of seven from the three point line. Yeah. Uh two of seven from the three point line. I mean game two he was two of seven from the three point line. But the big difference was he was able to get calls. He got 17 free throw attempts, hit 14 of them. The Thunder hit 31 of their 39 free throw attempts. So in addition to their ability to knock down a lot of threes, they were 15 of 29 today. Um, They hit 31 of their 39 free throws. And when the Thunder are able to do that, uh, good luck trying to beat them. And even even with a 41-point quarter from Portland in the third, um, I mean, there there are a lot of ways you can look at this. You can look at it at if you're Portland and say, Okay, or Jeremy Grant and Terrence Ferguson, they're not, yes, they're not bad like they were in game one and game two from the three-point line. They're not that terrible. Yeah. But they're not this good either where they only miss one between the two of them. Um, that's true and all. I just don't know. I don't I don't think Paul's going to be this bad from the floor all series, and I don't know how long the series is going to go. The Thunder have a really good chance going even, going back to Portland for game five. Um I just, I'm still at a loss of how to look at this game moving forward because so many things went the Thunder's way, but Portland had a lot of things go their way as well, but the Thunder were able to pull it out and uh, pull away late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they really were, and I'm kind of in agreement with that because can they carry this over to Sunday? That's the big question. It's going to be another 8:30 game, um, and I don't really think it being on a Sunday is going to have anything to do with it, but can they sustain this kind of energy and carry it over? And honestly, right now, I think yes. Um, but it kind of depends because Billy Donovan was talking about this. He always, because he was talking about Russell Westbrook and his pregame stuff, but he was saying that Russell's kind of a guy, he never has to sit there and wonder, oh, has this guy shown up? Is he ready to play today? But, I mean, yes, he says that about Russell. Can we all, and Billy even, can we say that about these other guys? Like, are they going to show up and be ready for Sunday? So that's that's going to be a big thing. For this team right now, it is so important to go back to Portland for Game 5 tied up. I mean, if they go back at a 3-1, and one, then that could just get real ugly because we just witnessed how good Portland can be on their home court and how rowdy their arena can be as well. So I really think that plays such a big factor into it just because we've witnessed it. I mean, tonight, uh, who was it? Someone commented on 
uh, how great the fan was it? Oh, it was Billy Donovan. Duh. Uh, Who's Billy, that guy? <laughs> the coach. You know, yeah. So Billy commented tonight on uh, Thunder fans just saying that they needed them tonight. This team really needed the energy that the fans brought tonight. And he kind of laughed about it in a way that's like, honestly, if like if they didn't have the fan energy that was in this arena tonight, who knows how they would have shown up and played. And I think he's really realizing that. So, I mean, that's why I think it is so important that these guys are able to carry over that energy carry over this style of basketball and this kind of dynamic over to Sunday it is so important to go back to Portland tied up 2-2 yeah I asked Billy uh, in the post game if tonight was just about like a further validation of what they've been saying since the series started you know Billy said time and time again we didn't shoot particularly well but we got shots we generated shots that we want the guys that were shooting the threes were the guys that we want shooting the threes Paul uh, Terrence and Jeremy uh, Russell has yet to really have a game where he jacks up a lot of threes. Um, Dennis Schroeder had a really bad game in the first um, in the in game one in terms of he he shot a lot. I think he was one of six on the free th- or the three point line, mm-hmm. and I hate that stat line from him. <laughs> but uh, game two he really toned it toned it down. Even though the Thunder lost a big time, he was zero for one that game. Tonight he was two of three. Um, I like that. But what Billy was saying, he's like, yeah. Like, we like what we've been doing. The ball was moving a lot. The ball's been moving a lot in the first two – going back to the first two games. It was just a matter of, you know, we could have had a lot of assists. I mean, I I tweeted out yesterday, Russell Westbrook leads the postseason in potential assists, and he leads them by almost 10 over James Harden. And it's just been a matter of the Thunder not being able to shoot and make their shots. So – you know, moving forward, I will say I like the adjustments that Dennis Schroeder has been making. I like the adjustments that Russell Westbrook has already made, even going back to those two losses. In they're not t- the bad guys that can't shoot threes are yeah. not shooting the threes, but Schroeder and Russell are having a lot of success once they get into the paint because Russell and Dennis, no matter who's guarding them, whether it be CJ or Dame or Rodney Hood or, or whatever trash they've got coming off the bench, because I mean I know Portland's bench. They can get hot, but in terms of their defensive capability, I, I mean, I'll take I'll take Schroeder and, and Russell's ability to get in the paint. When they get in the paint, all they have standing there is either Zach Collins, Myers Leonard, or Ennis Canner. Mm-hmm. They they need to live in the paint, and tonight you saw it. Um, the, the Thunder in Portland, they got it tied up uh, late third, early fourth. And it forced <laughs> it forced Terry Stotts to keep Ennis Canner in the game because he so desperately needed Canner's offensive glass abilities. He needed his uh, shot making ability. And Canner, I think he scored six or seven points late mm-hmm. in the fourth and kept it interesting for Portland. But for every basket he scored, Russell would just go straight down to the paint, and <laughs> Portland could do nothing to stop it. And Russell made his shots. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of a problem right now that I think Portland is facing. It's just because they have a couple of guys who are so good at one end of the ball, but they're not exactly uh, that great at the other end. And right now that is in this canner. So, I mean, that this is really just an opportunity for the Thunder to utilize little things like that. They're going to have to really uh, just stake these guys out, and they're going to have to really conform to how Portland plays basketball. And they can really take advantage of stuff like that. And I think I just said really like 5,000 times in that entire sentence. So Say it again. I really apologize. And also I'm looking at the stat line LOLing because it says Steven Adams took one three-point attempt, but I think that was when he just tried to launch. Yeah. But I, I saw that and I was like, no, did I miss that? It looked, it actually looked kind of good. It looked like when he threw it, 
it looked like it might have a chance. And with how tonight went, I mean, the Thunder, I mean, they shot lights out. Dame shot lights out yeah. in the third quarter. But Thunder fans, they were two for two on half-court shots for uh, <laughs> 20000 bucks. Oh, my gosh. In the first half. Um, for those who are never able to make it um, to a Thunder game, at least not this season, um, I think everybody knows Mid-First Bank will sponsor, like, a, a half-court shot for fans. And there's like a free throw contest, and then the winner of that free throw contest comes over and shoots a half court shot for twenty thousand bucks. And all year long, forty one home games, not one fan hit a hit a half court shot. And I I'm assuming this, I don't know this for sure, but I assume Mid First Bank sets this money aside, and so they have to give it away. So since nobody won it, they allowed fans to kind of go through another contest to get. Um, onto the floor tonight to shoot half-court shots because they, they have to get this money. Away. Yeah. And um, sure enough, they gave the fans, like, I think 24 seconds 24 to try seconds, and yeah. make one shot. So uh, the first one was so, so awesome. Uh, this dude took all of 24 seconds, <laughs> and his last shot at the buzzer just banked in. Oh, my and gosh, it was like, so cool. Like, we were going crazy up in the press in the press box. Everybody, Everybody was, going was going crazy. crazy. It kind of just bled into this whole theme of the night where the Thunder just shot lights out. And then, when, you know what, the uh, second fan who came out about 10, 15 minutes later, he hit it much earlier. I think he hit it on his fourth or fifth shot. Yeah. So it was just, you know, I guess that's kind of the worry if you're a Thunder fan. It was just the Thunder's night. Can they can they win Game Four? I mean, yes, you're playing in front of your home court, um, and tonight th- the energy was fantastic. I mean, props to the fans. Billy Donovan even uh, greatly complimented the fan base uh, in the post game show. Um, that's the worry. Can the Thunder win a Game Four where they're not shooting lights out? Because again, I don't think they're going to shoot as terrible terribly as they did in Game One and Two. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I mean, I. I I do not think they're going to shoot this amazing, uh, yeah. particularly uh, Jeremy Grant and Terrence Ferguson combined. But again, Paul George has yet to really assert himself of scoring-wise and shooting-wise in this series, so maybe that could come. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. What's your worry level for Game 4? I mean, my worry level isn't exactly high just because I I do think that this game is really going to ensure a lot of confidence in them going forward. I, I mean, Jeremy Grant said it in the locker room tonight. Uh, he's going to take those shots, whether it's confidence or whatever, because if he's going to have the opportunity and he's open, he's going to take it. So, I mean, yes, in a sense, that worries me because maybe it's not the best idea at the time. But at the same time, like Jeremy and guys like Terrence are always going to take those shots because they know that's kind of their role on this team right now. So if they're going to shoot and have a little bit more confidence behind their shot and they're going to fall, that's going to be big time for them. So it's going to be big time for this team. So going into game four, I'm not necessarily nervous that they're not going to have that sustainable energy like they did tonight, but I think the only thing that kind of troubles me is that we have seen this time and time again watching this team this season that things can go very, very well for them in a game, and then they'll come back and just look like a completely different team, like not even 48 hours later. So. I don't know. I mean, they're going to stay home. They don't have to be on the road. They get to have um, – I mean, they do have practice tomorrow, but they'll have, like, an evening to rest before they have to get back to work on Sunday evening, hopefully enjoy a little bit of Easter. I don't know if they celebrate that. But, um, I mean, 
you know, I don't know. I think my worry level is pretty low right now just because I do have confidence this team can come back and make something happen uh, on Game 5. However, I do think it's going to be a little bit closer. I, like, just from my experience watching the playoffs, um, you know, when you get two teams that it's a 3-6, so it's not like it's a 4-5, a classic 4-5 matchup where – that series can go either way on paper, like mm-hmm. right when it starts. Three six, you know, it's, you're going to typically favor the third seed, but a lot of people went into the series favoring o- Oklahoma City for all the obvious reasons: uh, Russell, Paul, their right. star power, uh, Portland not having Yusuf Nurkic, which hasn't really hurt them that much until, like no. I said, late in this fourth <laughs> quarter when they desperately needed some stops. But Ennis Canner is not the guy to get you stops. Kind of forgot about him, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. I'm um, like, oh yeah, but. Um, Damn it! And I already forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I'm so sorry. I would. I will say this. I, I think they. I think a good majority of the team, except for obviously Abdul Nader, um, probably they celebrate Easter. They all have like Christian chapel right. prior or prior to tip off. But as I'm trying to remember what the point I was about to make, it is 12:40 in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, um, I guess really quick, I'll set the stage. I probably should have set the stage um, when we started, but. Madison and I are actually sitting on the Thunder's bench right now, and Madison made the comment prior to recording <laughs> that, oh, my God, a lot of sweaty butts sat on these a chairs. A lot of sweaty booties right here, guys. Mm. We are sitting in the mask of sweat. <laughs> um, but I, I guess, like, I just, man, I, I am dead right now. It, it's late, man, or early, whichever way you want to look at it. But I, I would just say this. For game four, um, you need to have Paul – make an appearance shooting yeah. wise um you're, you may not get to the foul line three, 39 times I, I, you're probably not going to get to the foul line 39 times and portland complains so much in this game that it makes me feel like okay um <laughs> there might be some makeup calls here and there um but that's just me speculating but um when you go into these series and you're down 0-2 and you come back home that game three is so important because mm. if Portland was able to ride that wave that Dame um, started in, ga- um, in the third quarter and the Thunder stopped scoring and Portland eventually took control of this game and they won, like, yeah, the Thunder could win game four, but you go to Portland with zero confidence of possibly, you know, making it a series or bringing it back to Oklahoma City. Um, you've had success in Portland in the regular season, but you were awful in the first two games yeah. in, the, in, the, in the playoffs. Um, so... It was so vital that the Thunder won this game. And even though there are a lot of caveats, like, yes, they sh- like I said, they shot 50% from the um, three-point line. They hit a lot of their free throws, and they shot a lot of free throws. Jeremy and Terrence did their thing offensively. Russell had a really good day from the mid-range, which yeah. is, you know, that's been a sore sight. Right. Um, they just they had to win it, and by whatever means, they had to. And if it means that they get that, confidence that yes finally this validates what we've been trying to do we've run the same damn thing the only adjustment we really made was we put Paul on uh, Dame a little bit more than we have if we can just do that if you're the Thunder we know we can have success and if they win game four I know the cliche is it's not a series until somebody um, wins on on the opposing court Mm -hmm. but all the pressure goes back on Portland yeah no and I agree and I mean I I think right now Portland is I don't want to say second wind after this game but I think they got a taste of their own medicine just seeing how impactful a home crowd can be for the Thunder and I actually thought about asking Damian this tonight but I didn't do it just because I didn't know if it'd be a good question or not but I'm kind of curious you always ask good questions well (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) doubtful but um 
I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to make adjustments just because, you know, they, of course, they played in Chesapeake Energy Arena, but they haven't played here when it is this rowdy, like, in a playoff setting uh, in a while. So, I mean, that's going to be big for them. And I think this team right now is going to have to uh, sit back down and kind of make some adjustments and figure out, you know, what they need to tie up, what they need to fix, what they need to clean up, uh, just because this crowd is going to make sure that the – or sorry, that the Trailblazers are going to work for it. And that's what Damian said um, in his postgame presser. He was talking about game four. He says, I feel like we're in a good spot for game four, but we're going to have to come out and make them earn it. And I really think that means that he knows that the Trailblazers can pose a big threat on the Thunder when they come back on Sunday, but he also knows that they're they're going to be ready to fight. And so both teams are really going to have to fight for the remainder of this series. And, I mean, both both guys have said it from both teams. They It's a very competitive environment between these teams. Uh, not necessarily any hostility, but just some chippiness. So, I mean, that I think that makes a really good series, though. I it's love be chips. Interesting. I really wish I had some chips right now. I love chippiness. Uh, I love sports <laughs> fights. You can ask Brady. I get so amped up when guys go at it uh, with each other on the court. Like, I just love that. A lot of sweat bouncing off of each other's bodies okay 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 where where are we going with this (laughs) um madison you won't be with us on sunday will you i will be yeah i will be here on sunday um i i thought um, you're gonna go hopping down the bunny trail yeah you know i'm I'm a big easter gal i love celebrating easter but uh just with like the way that this game was going and i don't know kind of being back in the environment of the game uh, I'm gonna soak it all in, man. I'm gonna come here on Sunday. We'll uh, we'll have some Jesus time here at the arena. Yeah, there is nothing. Nothing's guaranteed. It could be the Thunder's last game yeah, of this season in Chesapeake Energy Arena. But um, the Thunder like their chances. Portland likes their chances, which means Game Four is going to be very, very fun and exciting. I hope it is. Crazy. Um, but yeah, that's where we will wrap it up because we're obviously both very tired. Uh, the Thunder win 120. To 108 or something like that. That is correct. Yes, I got it right. <laughs> um, there was star power in the arena. Trey Young was here from the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, yeah, Trey was uh, here. Norman North's own, uh, the University of Oklahoma's own. And Gerald McCoy was here, former Oklahoma Sooner with the football team, plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So a lot of star power. Um, also, really quick, Madison, I told you this post game. You didn't tweet orange power once. I didn't. There was a lot of orange in the arena tonight. It made my heart extremely happy. Um, but no, I, I didn't do it. I was really kind of afraid what the people of Twitter would say to me. <laughs> they, they'll they be nice to you. We'll see. But here, I'll say it on the podcast. Pe- people on Twitter are always nice and cordial and polite oh, and understanding. Yes, they, yeah. they respect our work so much. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this very crappy podcast on <laughs> <Thank> my part. <laughs> um, We're half asleep yeah, right this now. <laughs> is OKC eighty two plus, so this is game three, four. This is number eighty five. Technically eighty seven. We did two mid podcasts and yeah. so uh, everybody thank you guys so so much for listening. Uh, subscribe, all that jazz. Um, and we will see you guys back here in Chesapeake Energy Arena from the floor, possibly from the bench again. And hopefully we'll be a little bit more awake, but no promises. But uh, everybody, thank you so much. But from Miss Madison Morris, this is Brady Trantham. Sayonara.